Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Practitioner's Podcast, where we're applying Jesus-style disciple-making to everyday life. This episode is powered by Navigators Church Ministries, which focuses on helping churches make disciples who can make disciples. For more information, check out their website, navigatorschurchministries.org. Justin, we did it. The end of season one. This is episode 30. How you feeling about it? Yeah, I feel like we should celebrate, right? Because we made it. 30 episodes. Um, that seemed like a lot at the beginning. And um, yeah, the other, it's my daughter's birthday today. We're recording this on May 27th. Yeah. So my youngest daughter just turned seven today. So I'm very celebratory today. That's fantastic. And you guys went to Waffle House this morning, right? We did. Yeah. So with all my kids, when it's their birthday, we do birthday breakfast with dad. And so I take them out to a restaurant. She wanted to go to Waffle House. And so we did it. It was a lot of fun. All right. Now, next most important question. Hash brown, smothered and covered. What do you get? Smothered, covered, chunked? I bet you're a smothered, so, covered, chunk kind of guy. Well, yeah, if I'm getting that. But we got the all-star breakfast. And so oh. she's seven. That's like everything, right? I love and it. So then we just split whatever. She eats all she wants, and then I clean up what's left. So, yeah, it's good. So episode 30, and I'm excited because uh, we're going to take a summer break and get geared up for what God has in store for next season of the podcast. We've committed, we have committed to doing season two. So make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss the season when it when it starts up uh, at the end of the summer. And, and Justin and I have a favor to ask of you, our loyal listeners, um, the, the hundreds of you that listen every single week. We would love to get some feedback from you, right? If if you could share with us some of your thoughts about takeaways or episodes that you'd like to see, or um, places where maybe the the podcast has really made a difference in your disciple making, we would love to hear some of that feedback. Sometimes uh, it can be really hard being on this side of the microphone because it's just me and Justin talking to each other, and while we do have a lot of feedback for each other, typically, yep. <laughs> we would love to hear from you. So the best way to do that is to email us. Uh, my email is uh, at twmilt.com and Justin's is at justingravit.com. And you can get to us through there. You can also email me, Tony at twmilt.com. And uh, Justin and I will obviously share all of the feedback. You can also hit me up on Instagram if you want at twmilt. Justin, you're on Instagram as well. What's your handle there? <laughs> we'll I, think tag just, I think it's at Justin. Gra I'm not I think it is. active there. I um, think it is. You can find me there. Facebook, Twitter. I'm also there. Um, we also really want questions, right? So questions that you have about disciple making, whether being a disciple, making disciples, disciple making culture, if you're a pastor or staff of a church, um, send those to us because we're going to be planning uh, ahead for our next season. And we would love to address some of the things that are top of mind for you guys or things that you are really um, wanting to hear more about and to learn more about. So please, please send those in. Yeah. And what's great is, um, you know, as we look now with hindsight, we've been able to see kind of how we've broken up the the season and, and what we've done and kind of focused on. And today we're going to do our third episode on um, what is arguably one of the most important things in the disciple making process, which is actually simply just getting started, right? It, it's getting started, right? Start making disciples. And so today's our, our third episode 
uh, about getting started, which equates to 10% of that first season. Uh, Justin, do you remember the other episodes that we did on this? Uh, yes, we did one on uh, how to start. Uh, I believe that was back in January. Okay. Um, and then we did one in February. Um, what was that one? Selection, that, right? Selection, that's right. So it was January 19th, how to invite somebody, right? So yeah. what's the actual conversation look like? And then uh, February 16th, we talked about um, how to select somebody. What does that look like? Right. So that you don't get started and then realize you picked the wrong person or that person wasn't ready. Um, so, yeah, but it makes sense, right? That three episodes on starting because we are a podcast about applying Jesus style disciple making, not just learning about Jesus style disciple making. Right. And so we really do want you to be doing this and um, applying it to your life and, and doing it with somebody else. And so, um, yeah, this is our third episode. Uh, one of my faith heroes and guy who's known as the father of modern day disciple making, Dawson Trotman, uh, he once observed that the greatest time wasted is the time in getting started. Ooh, say that again for the people in the back. Right? The greatest time wasted is the time in getting started. And so a lot of times we hear a lot about disciple making. We think about it. Uh, we want to do it. But it takes a while to get started for most people and so we really want to encourage you to wrestle through what does that look like for you? And today we're going to cover some, some more about how, how do we actually start or three ways to start or, you know, it starts with, with one and there's different ones that we're going to look at together. Um, so Tony, would you tell us kind of what was it like for you to get started? How did, how'd you get over that hump? Well, you know, getting started for me is super interesting because I love to talk to people. So the fear for me wasn't talking to people. And I'm actually pretty good at, um, as I mentioned in last week's episode about just flying by the seat of my pants. So the, the struggle for me wasn't getting started. The struggle was me is how to do it well, right? And so when I got started, I wanted to, to be really... Um, relational and I lacked the intentional part, which we've talked about before. So kind of deciding earlier on, and this was probably the hardest part, deciding earlier on that I was going to do this for this purpose and how to convey that message. So telling someone, hey, we can meet together and I want to meet with you, but I want to meet with you for the purposes of disciple making, not just hanging out. Like I, I want this to be more than just friends. Mm hmm. That, so that was kind of my, yeah, that, and, you know, and, and putting that in there made me feel super awkward, you know, like, because I'm, I'm, I, I, I want to be everybody's friend, which is true, but I also want to use my time for disciple making because it advances the kingdom of God. But that, you know, that's, that's a, that's me in a nutshell. What about you, man? Yeah. So I'll share me, but I, I just want to observe that it sounds like in your story, one of the obstacles for you and getting started was, was a fear of what kind of rejection maybe, or just that initial yeah. conversation or, uh, you know, that fear of rejection or that somebody wouldn't like me. Um, okay. if I, if I, if I had expectations around the relationship, I got gotcha. yep. you. Yep. You know, so you, you set that bar kind of high and then you, it's like, you pray that somebody wants to come up and hit it. Right. Yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. That makes total sense. Yeah. So for me, um, getting started, I still remember, uh, the first guy I discipled and, you know, this was 
20 some years ago now, but um, thinking about that meeting and inviting him into that, like I had a lot of fear, uh, mm. fear of rejection, but not just that, I didn't feel equipped. Um, so I didn't feel like it was going to go well if he even said yes. And so I had this fear of failing too at it or, um, and so I guess in the midst of that was an obstacle of inadequacy, right. Of just feeling like, I just don't think I'm ready for this. I don't think I can really help him the way he needs help. Um, and so it was really pressing through a lot of those. And thankfully the guy who was discipling me was like, well, yeah, I already, I already said that you were going to get together with him. And he didn't paint all the picture of why oh, he is some he did the assumptive close with you huh <laughs> that's right yeah and so you know brad knew i was gonna get together with him but you know he didn't necessarily know the conversation we were having and so uh that that kind of helped force me into that meeting uh, i'm looking back really thankful that it worked out that way because there are these significant obstacles in getting started for most people and there's some common ways to to move through those as well and Tony, I know as you have worked with people, you have you've seen them come up to those obstacles too and kind of hit up against them. Um, what are some ways that you've helped them through that or conversations that you've had in that? Well, so for me, I think the most important thing to do with an obstacle is to name it, right? Like, hey, I'm I'm scared of of being rejected. I'm scared that I'm inadequate. I'm scared that the person's, you know, going to make fun of me or I'm not qualified or equipped. And so what happens is when we name the obstacle, it becomes a little less scary. And that's probably, you know, just acknowledging it. And and I even tell people that if you're if you're building the relationship enough, you know, we we talked about this in a previous episode, the the with him time. If you spend that quality time together, then you can even say to the person, hey, this may I feel a little awkward saying this. Right. But mm -hmm. then that goes to the kind of the second tool, which is to name why you're saying it, which is the importance of the um, the idea of of the why. Hey, I, I, I'm scared and I want to talk about this because boom, you know what I mean? And right. so, you know, that's kind of um, that's kind of the the common obstacles. And, and so uh, practically speaking, one of the ways that that we can kind of overcome that is to learn from someone with experience. Okay. Right. And so the most, the most typical path to becoming a disciple maker is to learn from someone who makes disciples, right. Who already is a disciple maker. So I would say, you know, learn from someone with experience and then in that experience, you'll be able to name it and then you'll be able to kind of, you know, really dive into the why and why it's important and all those things. What's the, what's the second right. Yeah, well, I love that idea of, of naming and communicating about those obstacles, right? It kind of defangs the power that they have when we do that. Um, so yeah, the three ways, right? You just highlight the first way of kind of getting started and what we can do or, um, you know, the first one is learn from someone with experience. Uh, the second one is to partner with one other person. Right. So a lot of us um, live in a place or maybe are involved in a church where we don't know any disciple makers. And maybe we're asking around and and people just don't they're not they're not resonating or connecting with what we're saying. They're saying things like, well, yeah, everything we do is disciple making here. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, yeah, but do you is there anybody that you like walk with through life? And uh, well, yeah, my family and, you know, and, and it's just it's not connecting. Right. And so 
what we can do in that case is we can find a peer, right? We can find somebody to partner with. Maybe they've never done it either. In this case, they haven't, right? For partnering with one other. But if you're both committed to figuring it out and doing it, then you can do it. You can do it. And Tony and I know this because we live in Dayton, Ohio. And most of you know, Dayton, Ohio is famous for lots of things. One of them is uh, the Wright brothers were from here. Those guys who invented powered flight or discovered it, however you want to say that. It was these guys who, um, they didn't have the credentials to do it. You know, there were other people in the world, in the US and in other countries that, you know, had PhDs in physics and all this formal education. And the Wright brothers ran a bicycle shop here in Dayton, Mm -hmm. but they were committed to learning and trying and they failed lots of time. But lots of times they went through this process of trial and error, but they had grit and commitment to, no, we're going to figure this out. We're not going to quit until we do. Right. And so there's that power in partnering with a peer. If you have a commitment together to figure it out. And so if you don't have anybody that you can learn from somebody, from someone with experience, if you can find a peer that you can partner with, then together you can figure it out and try to learn, learn together and grow together, learn from your failures, learn from your successes, learn from reading books, listening to podcasts, all that sort of thing. But partner with one another is the second way that you could get started. Yeah, and, and the third way is is probably the hardest way. It, it requires, and I say hard, it requires just the most perseverance. And the third way is is to be the one, right? Just follow Jesus's example and and just decide that you're going to do it, no matter what experience you have around you or experience that you've seen in your church or anything else. Dawson, this is kind of what Dawson did, right? He was the guy who kind of started this whole process and. And, you know, we, we often say here every at the beginning of every episode, applying Jesus style disciple making to every day life. The, the reality is we do have the perfect example in Jesus. And, you know, it, it, we need to follow his example. We need to be and walk where he is. Right. Like um, I, I think it was Luke nine that says, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And the word that really jumps out to me in that is daily, because when you decide to be the one by yourself, what you're saying is today, I'm going to make disciples as Jesus did. And you're going to have to make that decision every single day because it's, it's a, it's a daily decision. It's a daily decision to get started and say, Hey, I'm all in on disciple making no matter what. And, and this ultimately comes back and comes out of your relationship with Jesus. Don't you think so, Justin? Absolutely, right? So you can do it even if you're only one and there's nobody to partner with, there's nobody to learn from. Um, That's not ideal, but you don't have to have those things, right? Mm -hmm. Jesus promised us in the Great Commission that he would be with us always. And he said before that in verse 18 that all authority in heaven and earth have been given to him. And so he's the one sending us but also the other part of that authority piece is, no, I got your back on this. Yeah. I got your back. I'm with you and I have the authority. And so you can just go and as you as you follow, something about Matthew 4.19, come follow me, Jesus said, and I'll make you fishers of men. So if we're following him and being changed by him and committed to the mission that he had for us, right? To be a disciple and to make others 
um, other disciples, we actually can do it. And one of the things that I love about this, Tony, is that um, it allows me to engage with God on something. Yes. Not just thinking. Yeah, your teammates. That's right. God and I are teammates and I need his help. He doesn't need mine, but he's helping me and I'm engaging with him relationally as I'm moving through those fears that I have. And I'm asking him to show me, well, who is it in my life that you want me to start moving towards and figuring out, well, are they ready or not? And a lot of times that takes some time with them first anyway. And so even if you're not sure, well, who is the person I should disciple? Well, just go get some time with people who might Mm. be that person. And just get to know them a little better and see what God's doing in their life and share what God's doing in yours. And and so as we do that, we're engaging God in a new way and we're knowing him in a deeper way. And so that's one of the things I really love about disciple making is it gives me something to engage with God on. It's something, not just thinking, right? Yeah, and I, I think one of the things that we often um, discount, <laughs> and you've told me this before, Justin, is that a bad disciple making, or, or I'm going to use bad with air quotes, right? Not not well refined disciple making is still better than no disciple making. You, you know, and, and for the pastors and the leaders that are listening right now, the enemy wins when we stop making disciples. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. this is when that's when we give ground back to the enemy. So instead, what we're really called is to lean in and to make disciples. Even if it feels awkward or cumbersome or laborsome, or like if you just feel klutzy about it, like I, I, we get it. But like any sport that you've ever played or anything that you've ever done, it's about reps, you know? And, and so getting reps in, even if they're not great reps at the start, um, are a great way to build a, a much stronger foundation to what we can do today. And, and I feel that way about the church and I feel that way about, disciple making and and just what we're all called to do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Tony, our takeaway action step. So I'll do the takeaway. You can bring us home with the action step. So takeaway, pretty simple. Get started. Yeah, get started. Let's do it. Get started because you're going to have a few months before you hear from us again. Um, Go back, listen to some other episodes that help you, right? The other two on, on how to start getting started, those sort of how to select those sorts of things. But get started. Get started. And the action step here, guys, uh, we want you to get started in prayer, right? So pray, identify, invite, right? Pray, identify, invite. Pray about who God will send you. Identify that person of peace or that that fat person, faithful, available, teachable, and then invite them into the relationship. Just do it. You can do it, guys. We got your back. So Thank you for being with us on this incredible inaugural season of the Practitioners Podcast. We are so grateful that so many of you uh, subscribed, leave ratings and reviews, and and continue to share this platform with the leaders in your life. It, it means the world to us. We would love to hear your questions on disciple making, your feedback, your insights, your thoughts. So um, our websites are, are listed in the show notes, twmilt.com, justingravit.com. You can hit us up on all of the, the social media platforms to, to get information to us. So don't forget, send us your questions, your topics. Also, um, you know, if you have a favorite episode, we'd love to hear that too, mostly just because we're always curious. So guys, thank you so much. Make sure you hit subscribe so when we start the new season, you don't miss it. And until then, um, we just want to encourage you, get started. 
get started. When you start making disciples, it'll transform you and the world around you. Thank you guys so much.